this morning. This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, August 4th. Again, we're flying solo today, but I have a couple things I want to talk about that I really, really wish Corey was here for because I think we could spend a whole segment just talking about these couple stories I have in my hand right here. We'll get to some Twins baseball, I promise. But first, uh, here's the deal. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a certified lunatic. Uh, we knew this for some time, at least I did. Vikings fans knew this for the last 15 years. It wasn't necessarily a shock. Uh, to, to Vikings fans that people weren't too fond of Rodgers and everybody kind of ignored it in the national media because they didn't really play, you know, there wasn't a rivalry, whatever. He's a good quarterback, all that kind of stuff. But over the last few years, uh, he just has kind of gone off the deep end. Now uh, he's been a pretty interesting dude saying a lot of weird things, doing a lot of weird things. Uh, I, I don't know, his feud with the Packers as well. He's just, he's carried himself in a very interesting way to put it as passive aggressively as I can. But, uh, here, so he showed up last, a couple weeks ago when training camp officially kicked off. Uh, he showed up looking like Nicolas Cage from the mid nineties movie Con Air. He showed up with like the super long hair and like a cutoff t-shirt and jeans and just looked really weird. But also he got this tattoo on his forearm in the off season. And it's some weird thing of like a circle with a couple wolves in it. And don't ask me to explain it very well because it does not make sense. But Aaron Rodgers says it's not supposed to make sense. He says only a quote student of astrology unquote would get his tattoo. Uh, I, I don't, I, I, look, man, I don't know what to tell you. You're right. I'm not a student of astrology and you're right. I don't get your tattoo, but that he, he's just, it's that weird, like little, like, Oh, you wouldn't understand the significance of what I'm doing kind of thing of where you're like, he's kind of full of himself and he's always been full of himself, but now he's like not just full of himself on the football field. He's just in general. It's very weird. Anyway, uh, so Aaron Rodgers is at it again, though, in the last couple days. He's opening about up about how his use of psychedelic drugs has helped him in his personal mental health journey. During an interview on a podcast, Rodgers uh, said... Uh, Ayuska, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but it's a plant-based psychedelic, helped him unconditionally love others, he said. Uh, quoting him, he said, To me, one of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love. Uh, he said, that's why, uh, that's what the Ayuska did for me, was to help me see how to unconditionally love Myself, the 38 year old former Super Bowl champion said the effect of the drugs also helped him in his relationship with the Packers. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, according to the, uh, according to the Alcohol and Drug Foundation, apparently it's a, it, it's drunk. You drink it as a liquid and it affects your person's sense of time, thinking, emotions. Rogers didn't recommend it, by the way, but he said he, it's had a big impact on him. Um, I don't know, man. I don't look, I'm telling you this only to further prove my point that Aaron Rodgers is a big old weirdo. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with that. I mean, 
like he's a guy going through his co- he's a 38 years old going through like the the crazy college days of some random guy who like is only there because his dad had the money to put him in i i don't know man like it, it's just weird it's just weird rogers is a weird dude and that further proves my point i don't think i needed to convince you guys much but i'm glad i got this opportunity to share that and and uh by the way who do the vikings uh play week one by the way oh yeah the uh the Green Bay Packers. So I really hope that uh he definitely takes a few uh drinks a little bit of that uh psychedelic a little bit before the game. Maybe he's a little out of it. I don't know. Alright, now let's move on to some important things now that I got that out of my system. Really wish Corey was here for that. Uh I think he would have had a field day with some of these stories. Anyway. We are going to talk about the Minnesota Twins, who got a big win yesterday. Just read you in the sports report a little bit ago uh, that the Twins got a lot of help from the newcomers. First, the catcher, Sandy Leone, who was traded from Cleveland yesterday, uh, which is weird because Cleveland's a game behind the Twins, and they gave us their backup catcher. And not only is he going to help give Gary Sanchez some relief. He also helped the Twins with a two-run double to get the scoring started yesterday and catching a full nine innings behind the plate. And not only that, new Twins reliever Michael Fulmer came in against the Detroit Tigers, uh, the team he just played for. So this series against Detroit started out with Michael Fulmer on Monday night trying to protect the lead for Detroit and ended on Wednesday afternoon with, uh, with Fulmer trying to protect the Twins' lead against Detroit. So anyway, he came in through a scoreless inning. That was awesome. And the game was wrapped up with new closer, uh, Jorge Lopez coming in to finish off the game. Here's a little bit of what that sounded like on Twins Radio. Ryan, Fulmer, Theobar, Duran, and Lopez. The 1-0 pitch, cracked to first, second out. Miranda's got it. Takes it to the bag, and the Minnesota Twins win the game and take the series. Lopez, three up, three down, as he picks up his first save as a twin. Joe Ryan struck out nine in five innings, and the Twins are now 55-49 and 49 as they knock off the Tigers 4-1. to Yeah, big win for the Twins yesterday. Not only does it give them sole possession of first place still in the American League Central, but you get a big win, and it's just a morale booster to win this team, and I didn't quite say it yesterday, but I think it's okay to be this hyperbolic, that a couple days ago, Tuesday, was the most aggressive trade deadline we've ever seen in Twins history when it comes to them actually being buyers. Yeah, I know in 89 they traded Frank Viola, and I know in... Uh, just last year, they traded Jose Barrios at the trade deadline sell-off. I know that that exists and that the Twins have had some big trade deadlines, but that's usually when they've been getting rid of guys. Now they're actually getting guys, and they've gotten a big-time starter in Mali who's going to make his Twins debut tomorrow night. And then you also have Michael Fulmer, who came in and pitched an inning yesterday and gave you some big-time relief. And then you had... Uh, Jorge Lopez, who came in to close out the game, get his first save as a twin. The Twins now have their closer. I've kind of put it in air quotes. He won't be reserved only for the ninth inning, but 
For all intents and purposes, he's a closer. And then you also have Sandy Leone, who gave you a production already. I mean, just for trade, I mean, he's a backup catcher. He's not going to be great. He's not going to start a ton of games. And when Ryan Jeffers, if Ryan Jeffers comes back, he'll be the starting catcher. But he still gives you just a nice veteran backup option. Corey Provis mentioned yesterday on Twins Radio, which you can listen on KWAD, that uh, the Sandy Leone has really good numbers at target field. He hits the ball very well at this ballpark, so that's another plus. Uh, the point is, he's not going to give you a ton of production, so getting a two-run double out of him in his first game, I mean, you ba- you basically already uh, got your value out of him right there. You're playing with house money at this point, so... The Twins newbies came up big in this win today. And not only that, you had the aggressive trade deadline, most aggressive trade deadline in team history as a buyer. They get three pitchers and a backup catcher. They are ready to go. And not only that, three of those guys get in the game yesterday and all of them contribute to a win in areas you needed it. You needed a big time hit. Leon got you that. You needed some innings out of your bullpen. Fulmer gave you a nice inning. Lopez slammed the door in the ninth. That's, I mean, it's just a morale booster. Not only does the fan base feel better, but if you're the team, you just see like, hey, our team just made a big move at the trade deadline. They got all these new guys, and they came in right away. They contributed. You're on a roll. You get the confidence with the new guys. Nothing's worse than when you trade for somebody, and their first like couple starts are duds, and then you just get off on the wrong foot, and it can kind of snowball. So for them to do that, great sign. I'm... Uh, I'm feeling really good about this Twins team, and and one of the reasons is, I'm not, again, as I said yesterday, they're not going to turn around and now win 95 games. I think them even getting to 90 wins will be a big achievement for them this season, but I think that this team is kind of going to figure it out. Not necessarily in the Atlanta Braves last year figuring it out and winning the World Series, because keep in mind, they were, I believe, at the 500 mark or lower before that started before the trade deadline. And then they went off on a big run. Same thing with the 2019 Washington Nationals, who also won the World Series that year in 2019. So there's reason to think that the Twins, if they just get hot, if this team kind of comes together at the right time, they can at least go on a little run. At the very least, just win a playoff game. But the thing about this bullpen that makes them really exciting is the fact of not just who they got, getting Lopez and getting Fulmer, but they also got Caleb Thielbar back off the IL yesterday, and he pitched a shutout inning. So now you got your main lefty out of the bullpen back. That's huge for the Twins. You look at the kind of the bullpen pecking order, it goes... Uh, number one, probably Jorge Lopez because he's the closer, but Duran is 1A, 1B, kind of depends on who you view. I think Duran's got the higher ceiling, but Duran, Lopez, kind of your top two guys. Then number three, you have Thielbar because he's a lefty. Number four, you have Michael Fulmer. Number five, Griffin Jackson. You could flip Fulmer and Jax depending on how you view them, but the point is those are your Top five guys in the bullpen. And so that means guys like Emilio Pagan, Tyler Duffy, uh, Giovanni Moran, those kind of three guys, they can be, you can space them out a lot. You don't have to have Tyler Duffy hold the lead for you in the eighth inning if you don't want to. You have five other guys you can go to in that situation. I think that's only going to help the Twins, especially when the Twins have been very cautious about Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray and their innings limit, and they don't like to go over five innings with Bundy and Archer. So getting that helps out a lot, and you can kind of pick and choose, space everything out. This bullpen isn't the best in baseball. 
obviously, like by a mile. This team still is flawed, especially in the pitching staff, but they made their staff a lot better. Keep in mind, the Twins coming into the trade deadline had the highest team earned run average. They were averaging, the pitching staff was giving up about four runs a game. That's about what they're averaging out to across the season. But especially in the last month or so, it had been incredibly high. So for them now to get these reinforcements and just go from worst to middle of the pack, this offense and lineup is good enough to score a lot of runs when they're clicking. And if you just let them do their thing and the pitching staff can just do enough to not hold them down, this team can win a lot of games and put themselves in a good position not only to win the American League Central, but also to make some noise in the postseason. I talked about how the starting rotation yesterday is going to be set for a playoff run, and now this bullpen as well is going to help out a lot because the one thing that all World Series teams have, or at least teams that make a deep playoff run, is their bullpen performs well at the end of the season. So that's a, that's a big thing. One last note I want to touch on, and then we'll call it a morning here on the morning sports desk, is I got a couple things here. One, Paige Beckers, the Hopkins basketball star. She's playing at UConn for the women's basketball team there. She tore ACL out for the season. That stinks. She is the best women's basketball player in the country for college basketball. And as Corey said before, and I share that sentiment, she could be considered as one of the best women's basketball players in the country, just if you even count the WNBA, she's that good. So for her to have a second injury in as many seasons and she's going to miss a lot just stinks because she's a great basketball player. She's been a great ambassador for Minnesota and she just show she's kind of the, the apex, the kind of the, the main piece, but there's a whole lot of good women's basketball in Minnesota that gets highlighted. And Paige Beckers is a big reason why, because of how good she's been on the national stage. And secondly, uh, I just got to give a shout out to my Bemidji State University Beavers because the NSIC Division II uh, football conference came out with their preseason rankings and Augustana is expected to finish first, whatever, but Bemidji State expected to come in right behind them with a chance to play in their championship game, which they've haven't done in like 10 years. So I, I gotta, I gotta represent my Bemidji State Beavers. So with that, this has been the morning sports desk for Thursday, August 4th. This episode is brought to you by Verizon. With Verizon, you can now get a private 5G network, so you can do more than connect your business. You can make it even smarter. Now ports can know where every piece of cargo is and where it's going. Robots can predict breakdowns and order their own replacement parts. And retailers can get ahead of the fashion trend of the day with a new line tomorrow. With a Verizon private 5G network, you can get more agility and security, giving you more control of your business. We call this enterprise intelligence. From the network America relies on, Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. Pre-qualification required for private 5G network. Terms apply. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.